hey, this is Fly Guy. Um, I managed to get out on a toy run today and managed to get stuck in the middle of nowhere in Melbourne, Victoria, where I live. And as such, I managed to miss out on a great podcast scheduled with Sithlord229 and RC1608, two awesome guys in YouTube uh, that you really should be watching. Anyway, long story short, these guys managed to record a podcast uh, without the fly and did an awesome job. So rather than uh, let this uh, languish somewhere, we absolutely want to share it with you. So here it is, is episode 22, and there is no fly. It's all down to Sithler229 and RC1608. Make sure you check out their YouTube channels. That's youtube.com slash Sithler229 and youtube.com slash RC1608. Take it away, boys. Boring conversation anyway. This is Boring Conversation Anyway, Star Wars podcast, brought to you by the guys at flyguy.net, dbsw.net, and youtube.com slash sithlord229. Officially sponsored by bigbadtoystore.com, thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out them for your latest hot orders and new arrivals. This is episode 21, and uh, this is your... Temporary host, it seems, uh, for the time being. This is uh, Sithlord229, or Steve, and uh, as I'm sure you'll know. And with us today, we've got a bit of a special guest. Um, if you are familiar with the uh, YouTube hotshots, um, who do Star Wars figure reviews like myself, you will be familiar with the other Steve, or RC1608. How are you doing? Hello, Steve. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. Um, we should have uh, the other Steve from uh, Takeover of the Steves. Uh, we should have uh, Steve from FlyGuy.net with us today, but unfortunately, uh, for whatever reason, he's not been able to make it, whether or not it's because he's got his, his time zones mixed up or something's sort of interrupted his uh, busy schedule, who knows. But uh, we're just going to do it with the two of us today and see how it goes, and uh, I'll send this on to FlyGuy and see if he wants to use it, and if not, then we've just wasted an hour of his lives. <laughs> but uh, we've got, we haven't actually got that much to talk about you, today because uh, usually it's it's fly guy that goes through all the show notes and sort of gives us all things to talk about um so uh, we're just going to kick things off with our usual uh, big bad toy store slot obviously our sponsors and uh, we've picked a few things up from their new arrivals um on their site so i thought we'd just give a quick rundown of some of those um first up on there is the uh, i mean it's all lego really but uh, the first thing on there is the uh, the new lego star destroyer now about you steve are you uh, are you a big lego fan or is this something that sort of you're just gonna skip altogether and not pay any interest to right um lo- looking at the price tag um i probably might skip this one um i don't think mrs rc1608 would be uh all that impressed with me shutting uh, <laughs> out on this one. Um, <laughs> what's coming to post today? Oh, nothing, dear. Um, yeah, I think I'd have a bit of a hard time trying to hide this one. But um, I, I do, I must admit, I, I do like um, the little Lego figures. Um, being a clone nut, I sort of do collect the, uh, the little clone uh, Lego figures from various sets. Not that I usually buy the sets. I sort of get them, get the figures loose when I can. I mean, it does look does look quite an impressive set. It does. Looking through the some of the thumbnails, it's. Uh, I'm just looking at the the description of the uh, of the Star Destroyer underneath, and it uh, features over three thousand pieces. So uh, yeah, if you've got a lot of time on your hands, then uh, by all means go out and uh, and pick up the the Lego Star Destroyer. That is set number one zero two two one. And, uh, I mean that yeah. is big, though, Steve, isn't it? When you when you <laughs> read through the description, fifty inches long, yeah. maybe eight pounds in weight. I just hope that thing will hold together. I mean, <laughs> yeah. do you have to glue the Lego together to keep it in place? No, I don't know. It's an interesting, uh, interesting little piece of well, it's a little, but uh, a little, <laughs> a little kit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting yeah. piece of kit for sure. But uh, yeah. Like I said, if you've got time on your hands to put a 3,000-piece Lego set together and you've got a massive house to store it in, and you've got a spare $500 knocking around in your bank balance, then... <laughs> by all that's the one for you, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. <laughs> definitely. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, one of the latest arrivals over at Big Bad Toy Store. So if you're a, if you're a Lego nut and you sort of like some of these um, higher-end, I guess you could call it, um, Lego sets, then uh, I think this is definitely a must-have. I mean, it absolutely looks superb. Uh, from the pictures we've seen of it, I mean, you get uh, a few 
minifigures with it. You get Darth Vader, Admiral Piet, Dengar, Bosk, and IG-88. Uh, it's kind of strange that there's no uh, Boba Fett in there, but uh, oh well. Um, and I, think, I think Boba Fett's been released on quite a few sort of like other little um, sets, hasn't he, with like Slave yeah. One and... And stuff. I don't know. I just, I, I just kind of thought that you know, if it's the, it's the superstar destroyer that's mm. synonymous with that, but with that bounty hunter scene. Like, yeah, I was going to just say that so that they could have done with sort of adding in the other. Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess to make up, um, to make up your money, you get the, there's the little mini star destroyer at the back there, um, that's sort of supposed to be the, the normal sized mm. star destroyer that's the, the damn sight smaller than the super one, so. Yeah, definitely great value for money, I suppose. But uh, yeah, if you've unless you've got the space for one of these, then uh, I think you can cross this off your Christmas. List. <laughs> um, the next thing on the new arrivals, I mean, I've just uh, you know pickpocketed little little bits and pieces from the new arrivals list. I mean, like I said, with Fly Guy, usually uh, sending us a show notes list with a with a big bad Toy Story newsletter, we just sort of had to pick and choose things to talk about on the on the new arrivals list. But the the next set up on the on the new arrivals is a little bit cheaper and probably a little bit smaller as well. But it's the uh, the Lego Star Wars Attack, um, which according to this uh, this little bit of info on the uh, on the Big Bad Toy Store site is a limited edition set eight one two nine. What about that? Does that uh, float your boat? Is it appealing? Same same boat. I'm afraid that I'm floating in. Really, it's um, not something I'll be. Um going out to buy personally I mean it does look a good set I mean you've got a was it eight figures with it um, I think so yeah but I, I thought this had been released anyway hadn't it I don't know what yeah. what the limited edition is yeah I must admit Hasbro do uh, Hasbro Lego sorry do seem to be coming the new uh, the new Hasbro in terms of re-releasing uh, multiple stuff but it seems mm. that with, e- with each set that they release sort of something changes about it and you've got new features and new pieces or New figures or something like that. So there's there's always something new about it that'll sort of just a, a little teaser within the big set. Just to yeah. there's always something about it that'll just drive you that little bit insane and uh, <laughs> sort of make you want to go out and buy. Mate, it. Yeah, you do want to buy me. Yeah, but I must admit, I think I'm I think I'm with you on the fact that I absolutely love the little minifigures um, that you get with these sets, and mm. I think, um, especially after the Fly Guys recent review on the. Uh, the little collector's cases that you can get for these minifigures where it's They did look good, didn't they? Yeah, they did I must look have, good. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an absolute sucker for sort of vintage packaging. Um, I just absolutely love the retro look to stuff like that. So I think, you know, those uh, those little retro Lego collector's cases mm. did look very cool. So. I must admit, I, I did get in contact with the, um, with the, the, the people that make them and I think they had so much demand that they were uh, struggling to meet them. <laughs> Probably place, like, Beat the okay. needs. Yeah, yeah, I can understand why. I mean, you know, after seeing that, I think everybody must have rushed out to go and buy one. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think like Flag I said, I mean, if you've got the pieces knocking around your house and you've got a bit of photo paper and a printer, I think they're easy enough to make yourself. But uh, I think you've got to have the Photoshop skills to sort of do it, really. To, to put it all together, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. A set worth picking up, and like I said, a little bit cheaper than the Superstar Destroyer, so... Uh, if you're struggling on uh, thinking of stuff to buy for Christmas, then uh, the Attack Walker seems to be uh, one of the things up there to pick up. Um, speaking of expensive items, but uh, still very cool nonetheless, next up on the new arrivals list, we do have the uh, the Collector's Edition um, Obi-Wan Jedi Starfighter, set 10215. And this is something that I've actually seen in stores quite a few times, and I don't recall it being that expensive. But um, it's uh, again. What, what do you think about this one? I mean, obviously, I mean, judging by your reaction to the other two, I'm assuming you're not going to rush out to pick this up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, you know, sort of like, um, sort of. Like, I haven't got that much room to uh, to put it all. But um, I mean, what have we got? Sort of 18 inches, 18 by 9 inches. So it's, it's a reasonable sized um, item, isn't it? So. Oh, yeah, I think these sort of higher priced Lego sets are the, uh, I think these are the sideshow for Lego. <laughs> the sideshow of Lego, yeah. In some ways, because they, when you when you look at them, they're really well detailed. I mean, mm. so I, I know it's all Lego pieces, so it's kind of hard to get that 
that same level of detail, but just looking at some of the additional thumbnails at the bottom of the page, you know, they've Lego's really gone all out to sort of recreate basically a, a, a movie accurate version of the Starfire. Yeah. Life. Just looking at some of the sort of the back shots of the engines. And yeah, that's the, that's the the shot I'm looking at now, Steve. You know, they've certainly sort of gone to town as best they can, like you say, with what is essentially just a yeah. plastic Lego toy, but they've certainly gone to. Detail from, in. from the next image on there, on the little thumbnails at the end, um, I mean, we'll include all these in the show notes if if you want them, so you can have a look at these yourself. Uh, but I'm just looking at the at the next um, the next image of that, and it's got the little astromech droid popping up at the side. Popping and that, out, that, yeah. that looks awesome. That looks cool. You can't beat a Lego astromech. Because that looks quite um, bigger than like the, the the standard sort of yeah. Uh, well, I'm assuming it's yeah, well, I'm assuming with it being about 18 inches long, it's got to be made a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the sort of... Because what's that? It's about four studs square, isn't it? Because I don't think the minifigures are that... They're only about two, aren't they? Two or three, isn't it? Yeah. Best, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like we said, uh, a cool piece nonetheless. If you're a, if you're a Lego collector, I mean, uh, I think Fly Guy's the, the main man out of the out of the lot of us that sort of... He is, he is the Lego boy, isn't he? Yeah, I think he enjoys it a little bit more than we do. <laughs> Yeah, we're sort of we're sort of out of our uh, out of our comfort zone talking about <laughs> talking about Lego with just the two of us. But uh, but moving on through those new arrivals, we do have something that I think appeals to uh, myself and you a little bit more, and that's um, the uh, the latest releases of Clone Wars figures, and that's I think it's uh, Wave Five of 2011, and it's a full set case of twelve. And you can get this for $105, which is not a bad price, considering some of the figures that you're getting in this uh, in this, in this case. I mean, it seems to me, I don't know about you, but when I've gone into stores lately, I haven't seen anything new in terms of basic figures. And uh, all the new stuff that I have seen has been repacked. But looking at this case, I mean, if I was to see this on shelves, I'd be pretty damn happy. I mean, the only repacks that appear to be in there are, um, are R2-D2, Yoda, and, and Kurda. And uh, the other figures in the in this wave, I mean, I don't know about you, Steve, but I've been lucky enough to add some of these to my collection, and they are some of the best Clone Wars figures that Hasbro have released so far. I mean, what about you? Have you are you interested in any of these? Well, um, I've I've actually got the uh, the Clone Commander Wolf already from this, um, or from previous lineup. Um, um, but the I know I've seen your review of uh, is it the the Rex with the um, with the jetpack, I mean that does look quite an awesome figure because you can, I think you can have multiple um, versions of the, of the jetpack as well, can't you? Where you can yeah. have like a smaller, smaller jetpack or, or the bigger sort of like almost like a spacesuit, and um, then of course you've got the, the stealth ops clone trooper. Always baffles me a little bit. You've got a stealth ops clone trooper with bright red markings on. Yeah, not very stealthy. Stealthy <laughs> if he keeps his head down, I think, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> or if he takes the earmuffs off. Yeah. 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 Like with I that think, he, I think he needs to have a word with the paint shop. Yeah. Oh, another cover, we. And I don't think he's really going to fool anyone with that massive jetpack either, with the bright <laughs> torpedoes on either side. You know, <laughs> he's going to have a little bit of trouble blending into the shadows with that, I think. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. They 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 do they do look some uh, awesome figures in uh, the Savage Press figure as well looks. Um, yeah, I mean I must admit these are in terms of value for money. I think as I said these are some of the best Clone figures that Hasbro have churned out so far. I mean with the Stealth Ops Trooper you get a multitude of weapons, you get backpacks, you get chest pieces. With Rex you get mm. all the different jetpacks. You've got new helmets, new face sculpts. You, you know you've just got. An absolute, like I said, a, a vast variety of accessories with all these guys, and overall, just you know, considering the economy that we're in now, where the prices are going up on all these figures, I think mm. these are the only ones so far that sort of justify the uh, the raised price. But uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a set worth picking up. And uh, I don't know about you, but the only one that's evading evading me at the moment on that list is uh, is the Serapis, the little uh, the robotic bounty hunter from. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose they've got to sort of like try and release as many of the characters as they can. If like some of the other characters have already sort of been released, you know, for 
those that are the, the completest collectors. But I was just trying to look, have a look through the like the articulation. It looks like they've sort of come out and done some decent articulation on on the figures, and well, you know, like the majority do seem to have a good old favourite ankle articulation. That seems to be a, a bit of a bugbear for a lot of people, doesn't it? Where yeah. Yeah. where figures have been released that. You can't quite pose as as well as you would like to, so uh, yeah, it looks quite a, quite a reasonable um, um, case. It's coming out. Definitely. So uh, I think that's just about wrapped us up for the uh, obviously big bad toy store sponsor notes that we've uh, sort of thrown together. Yeah, like I said, it's usually uh, it's usually the fly guy that puts all this together. So uh, apologies if it's uh, a little bit rough. But I just thought that while we're on the subject of Big Bad Toy Store, and uh, I know that myself and, and you, Steve, are massive Sideshow fans, um, so I thought I'd uh, just run through a, a few of the, uh, the Sideshow products that uh, Big Bad Toy Store is throwing up on their, uh, on their website at the moment, and uh, just looking through some of the, uh, the pre-orders and the new things that they've got in stock over at Big Bad Toy Store. The first thing that really pops up to me is the uh, 12-inch IG-88. Now, uh, is this one that... I know you're a sort of a clone. Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I, I must. I must admit, I'm sort of. Um, I'm, I'm. I'm a little fish compared to uh, the likes of yourself and Fly, where you're definitely more the the, the uh, completest uh, collectors. Um, I mean, I think um, as people sort of like, uh, if they've seen my videos, they know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a clone nut, and um, I don't sort of tend to stray from that line, but. The uh, the IG88 uh, figure does look quite um, look quite impressive. Definitely, definitely, and I think if uh, I think if Science Show have got the uh, the rest of the Bounty Hunter lineup sort of um, planned for the for later on in the year, I think it's definitely going to be one that needs to be added to the 12 inch collection. And uh, this one is up for pre order now on Big Bad Toy Store for 164 dollars 99, which is a pretty damn good price if you ask me, considering. Uh, the amount of detail and just... I was going to say, the amount of detail on this figure, is, it's not sort of like, um, like your, sort of like your standard clone, which, you know, just a body with a bit of armour casing over. There's a lot of lot of work that's been uh, put into this uh, figure, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. But, I mean, I mean, speaking of clones and, uh, and in terms of uh, sort of the amount of detail that's gone into it, I think one of the most detailed clones that we've seen so far... And another one that's up for pre-order on Big Bad Toy Store for 119.99 is Commander Bly. Yes, I know he does look awesome, doesn't he? he does. And I think I think what's um, been quite good about um, uh, what Sideshow are doing is the the amount of ac- accessories that you um, that you get with it. It's it's not just like a, a standard um, figure. With just the one head, you know, you get the switch out head, you get like the head sculpt, you get the the phase one Clone Wars uh, type head, or helmet sculpt, and you get the phase two helmet sculpt, you got the 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 Kama skirt. Is it Kama or Karma? It's not Karma, is it? That's something else. <laughs> In a piece or whatever. <laughs> and the, the pauldron over the shoulder, and all this, the, the swap out hands and feet that. You know, it's um, you do you do get your your bucks worth, don't you? On definitely, definitely. I think up to now, up to now, Bly has definitely been, aside from Cody, been one of the uh, sort of more value for money sideshow figures that uh, that they've done. Um, I mean, for me personally, the the, uh, the unique selling point on that one for me, and the one thing that makes me want to go out and buy it is the uh, seeing those awesome macro binoculars on the top of the helmet. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it does look good, and you know, I mean. You know, um, being a bit of a, a sideshow clone nut, you know, they, they, they certainly do put the effort in and uh, making the detail look as realistic as you're going to gonna get from a film. So, yeah. Well, that's, uh, yep, that's Commander Bly, again, on uh, BigBadToyStore.com, listed at uh, $120. So, again, an absolutely bargain price if you want to pick this one up. And uh, I think to wrap up our sort of... Uh, clone sideshow segment from Big Bad Toy Store and go on further down the list and then this is one that uh, I think you said you've got on pre-order your, your jammy blighter <laughs> is, uh, is Commander Gree yes yeah um, does look good doesn't he, he does. I think Gree was one of those sort of like iconic little um, characters in there that 
unfortunately had his uh, moment of glory. <laughs> well, sort of cut if off. You can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> his little script, little, little uh, fifteen minutes of fame was cut um, cut short, which was a bit of a shame. But uh, well, I suppose that's what they, they had to get Carol Gover on into. Uh, otherwise, it would be a bit of continuity, continuity yeah. error. So, Just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> shot, shot down, Yoda down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Again, another awesome, awesome sideshow figure. Doesn't quite come with the uh, the same amount of accessories, I don't think, as Bly, um, but still a very nicely detailed figure. I think this one does come with the uh, like that the handheld uh, macro binoculars, doesn't it? So that's a a nice little addition. Yeah, I mean you've got the swap out heads. I think it's just the fact that it doesn't come with the uh, alternate helmets. Yeah, you. Will. I think you only get the the swap out head sculpt, don't you? But you don't get a phase one. No. But I don't think the phase one helmet go would go with the rest of the gear. No, I don't. I think they would must have had to have made a, a sort of Clone Wars version of Greed to sort of. Yeah, yeah. You the the, the the rest of the body sculpt or, or the markings wouldn't sort of uh, yeah, slow. It's so different, isn't it? So yeah. 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 Well, look, there's, a, there's an absolute ton of other sideshow figures um, up on Big Bad Toy Store, and like I said, we'll uh, include all the links to these in the in the show notes, and uh, so you can have a look through these yourself and go and uh, blow your life savings on all these uh, awesome collectibles. But uh, yeah, thanks again to Big Bad Toy Store for sponsoring us, and uh, yeah, check them out if you uh, if you want your fill of Star Wars plasticky goodness. So moving on, uh, that's our sponsors out of the way. The, we haven't really got, as I said, that much to talk about considering that it's usually a sly guy that sort of puts the, the show notes together for us and he usually, uh, you know, trails the, the web for uh, Star Wars news. But obviously the uh, the main bit of Star Wars news that's coming uh, out, of the, uh, out of the internet at the minute and uh, all over the world is obviously the release of Star Wars on Blu-ray. Now, I know that uh, I myself don't have a Blu-ray player, and up to now I haven't purchased the Blu-ray, but uh, what about you? Is this something that you're going to sort of look into, or is it? are you like me, and you, as long as you can see the picture, you don't care? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat as, you, as yourself, Steve. I haven't got a Blu-ray player. Um, and it's, it does seem to be a, a, a mixed a mixed bag of um, opinions. It's... Uh, it's uh, um, Looking through, um, even on the BBC, there's there's uh, there's been links to uh, um, uh, sort, of, sort of fan reaction. Yeah. Um, I think there's I think there's both both positive and um, I think that the old the old school purists are a, a oh, little yeah. traumatised by some of the uh, yeah. the features that have been um, amended, upgraded. Modernized. I don't know how, what, which way you want to view it, but yeah. uh, I, think yeah. I think some of the reaction that we've had from some of the changes that have been made to the Blu-ray. I mean, like I said, I've had a, a number of original trilogy sort of purists going crazy on on my Facebook page and sort of, mm. sort of, uh, sort of cru- wanting to crucify George Lucas. For What's making, George done? <laughs> yeah, sort of wanting to crucify him for making the Ewoks blink, but. Uh, you know, I think, you know, if you just go into this, like, taking it for what it is, I mean, we all know what George Lucas is like by now. We all know that he's sort of, any chance that he gets to sort of change the movies, I mean, yeah. reissuing them in 3D is proof of that alone. But uh, I think any 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 chance that he gets to sort of change I fear the there'll be some cheap Jar Jar Binks 3D gag in there somewhere when they get released like that. <laughs> But like I said, I think we all know what he's like by now, and any chance he gets to sort of change things or tweak things within the Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars. Saga. I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, you know, Star Wars is George Lucas's baby, isn't it? And yeah, I mean, if he wants to change it, let him change it. it it's it's his to change, but but then again, you know, you've you've got you've got a, a massive massive fan base throughout the world. Mm. Um. I mean, there's always going to be people that take... You're never going to please 100% of the people, 100% of the time. I mean, everybody's got um, different uh, different views. I mean, personally, I I, I wasn't... Uh, I wouldn't say I was, wasn't that impressed, but when Darth Vader cries, no, oh, no. at the end of Re- uh, Revenge <laughs> of the Sith, um, you know, that, that didn't sort of... Um, it didn't sort of fit in with the Darth Vader character that you see in episodes four, five, and no. for the majority of six. <laughs> but then again, you 
like, I, funny enough, having a, an exciting, boring conversation anyway with my wife. Um, <laughs> about Does those exist? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she, she was sort of quite sort of diplomatic in in that, you know, you've uh, Anakin is only just sort of moved on to this Darth Vader yeah. persona, and um, I think still a massive amount of feelings for Padme. Yeah, definitely. But He's managed to uh, sort of bury down throughout uh, the, four, yeah. the episode four, five, and wh- whether this little tweak at the end where he uh, picks up the Emperor and um, that's his son he finally sees and yeah. his emotions take that. over. But yeah. I think the, the dramatic effect of watching him torn between the two without having the speech was, was emphasis enough. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, I've, I've said this before, I mean, I've never been a massive fan of the cry that he lets out at the end of Revenge of the Sith anyway. Mm. And the fact that they've sort of not so much chopped the same bit of same bit of audio and put it on Return of the Jedi, but just the... I can't get used to Darth Vader shouting, no, because it just sounds so pathetic. It, 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 it sounds so... It's, yeah, I guess, I guess like you said, it's the sort of whiny side of Anakin coming back out because we all know what, what a little bit of a crybaby is in, <laughs> in 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 Attack of the Clones. I guess it's kind of like that inner Anakin sort of coming out. But yeah, I don't know. I, th- I, I just don't think it really. I think the silence of the original where he just picks up the Emperor and was, was more the was yeah. more dramatic than. Yeah. Than, than a little bleat out, wasn't it? But, yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I, I just, I, I don't really see the logic in shouting no. That's the only, I think that's the thing that does it for me. I mean, if he was just about to pick his, um, like if if he said something like, oh, I'm not going to let you do this, or, or something I, like I, that. I, I, exactly, I, that's that's what I said. I said to poor old Mrs. RC one six zero eight. She'd love me calling her that. Um, you know, if there was more. A little bit more to it, and a bit more forceful, rather than a a whimpering no. Yeah. Again, it's a lot you know. Forced, isn't it? And nothing yeah. Happened. But uh, there we go. Yeah. Oh well. That's George. George. Do, do what you want to do. You know. <laughs> You've got us talking about it, if nothing else. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got he's, he's got what he wanted at the end of it, hasn't he? And I'm sure, like I said, he's probably made millions from the uh, the, the recent Blu-ray release. Uh, yes. Yes. I, I don't think he'll uh, he'll go hungry tonight, anyway. Yeah. Well, like I said, all, all power to him. You know, it's his brainchild. At the end of the day, if he wants to change it, let him change it. I mean, if you you know if you don't like it, don't buy it. End of chat. <laughs> really. <like it. laughs> and so yeah, there we go. That's our thoughts on the. Uh, I mean, is there anything else from the Blu-ray that sort of? I mean, for me, it's the it's the deleted scenes that are the only sort of winning factor for me that I really want to go out and pick this thing up. But what about you? Is it you know just seeing it in in HD want to make you want to go out and buy it, or is there anything else? I mean, I I, I think it, at some stage down the line, I will my my poor old uh, ever faithful Telly will give up the ghost, and then we will have to um, go down the HD route, but. Um, and you know, until that day, I'll, I'll still get my old DVD version out. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm sure at some stage the time will come that I will end up buying uh, um, Star Wars on Blu-ray. When it's come down, sure, I'll, I'll have to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I said, if, for me personally, it's the deleted scenes that I really want to see. I mean, we've we've all heard sort of the hype regarding these uh, the sandstorm scenes from Return of the Jedi there's the Wampa scenes from Empire Strikes Back I mean they're the things that I really want to see is, is there a scene where Luke's um, building his or constructing his lightsaber as well yeah um, I'm not I'm not sure what the other uh, deleted scenes there are in there no I mean either but, uh, but they're, the, they're the two that really stand out for me because they're the only ones really that I've been made aware of before the Blu-ray came out so. yeah but uh, yeah, like I said, if uh, if you're into that sort of thing and you uh, you you know you you're one of these people that absolutely needs to see Star Wars in HD, yeah, then obviously the Blu-ray is going to be something that is in that is in your uh, your movie collections by now. But uh, if you like myself and uh, and RC, then uh, you know as long as you can see the picture and you can hear the audio, then uh, Star Wars is just Star Wars on a DVD. Uh, moving on. 
we have, I mean, this is something that we still haven't really heard anything about here in the UK. I mean, we still don't know when this is going to air or or when we're going to see it on TV screens. But uh, Clone Wars Season 4 is uh, obviously, it premiered in the in the US just the other day, actually. Um, oh, right. So uh, I should imagine it'll be too long before it's uh, yeah. well, I think back it's, on over it's the usually UK. O- it's usually October time. That's what I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, you think we're sort of like halfway, well, yeah. gone halfway through September now, so, I mean, if yeah, October time. If memory serves, I mean, in, here in the UK, we got it um, around the end of October, but then in the US, they took, a, uh, I think it was a two or three week break, and then we got the chance to catch up, and then catch we, up, yeah. sort of, we ended up ahead of them in terms of which episode they had first. Um, but yeah, apparently it's aired in the US first, so uh, whoever's listening out there, if you want to share your thoughts on the uh, the Clone Wars Season 4 uh, premiere, and you want to share that on the Boring Conversation Anyway podcast Facebook page, or my, my own Facebook page, or of course FlyGuy.net's uh, Facebook pages, then be sure to leave us your comments and your thoughts, let us know what you liked, disliked. But what about you, Steve? What is it that you really want to, what is it that you're really looking forward to uh, in Season 4? Well, I, I, well, I, yeah, you sort of, sort of stole stole my little line there, really. I oh, mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like uh, personally, you know, obviously being a clone, it'd be it'd be interesting to see if um, when this, because uh, I, I think most of us have seen sort of snippets and little trailers of uh, the season four uh, sneak peek, um, and the clones are in their phase two. Um, uh, Gear, so it'll be interesting to see if, if they come straight into the season with uh, um, the, 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 the new kit or whether they uh, have to go on a shopping spree halfway through the season. <laughs> a little uh, bit similar to, uh, the, to the sea trooper shopping for vegetables. And if you're on the streets of Cross trying to get uh, yeah. the, new, the new latest clone there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, um, well, I think I'm sure Hasbro, Hasbro will be uh, licking their chops uh, at the, uh, the thought of more clones coming out in uh, Phase 2 gear with some slightly different uh, paint markings from clone to clone. So, uh, no, I'm, I, I will be interested to see the um, how the story arcs through heading on towards the events of um, Revenge of the Sith, you know. Yeah, I think that's what sort of does it for me is the fact that obviously we're starting to see these clones sort of develop into the the Phase 2 armour and obviously we all know that that is the armour that's sort of synonymous with Order 66 and the events of mm. Revenge of the Sith. So it's going to be interesting to see how long it actually takes them to sort of make that transition into sort of the dark times and the... Mm. I think because a lot of us are obviously speculating the fates of Ahsoka and Captain Rex. and uh, Absolutely, yeah. The other day where I, I was reading something on the Rebel Scum forums and um, someone said that sort of because Rex is sort of going against this logic that the clones must upgrade all their armour to the Phase 2 armour and he doesn't really like that. He thinks that that sort of takes away the individuality of the clones. So he sort of, he, he welds the... He makes a combination of Phase 1 and Phase 2 armour to make himself still unique. And mm. I think that sort of attitude that he has sort of is going to transition into what happens with Order 66. Now, whether or not we see this in the Clone Wars or not, who knows. But I think that's definitely going to be a... His attitude is definitely going to be a, a key factor in um, in how sort of Rex transitions into, into uh, Revenge of the Sith. I mean, a lot of... The, uh, someone on the Rebels Gun Forums did point out that maybe... Uh, Maybe because of this attitude that he's developed, he sort of goes against Order 66 and helps mm. the Circa escape, and then we just, you know, we have to assume what... Because I, I think there's, there's um, um, I'm trying to, trying to desperately remember now, um, one of the Republic Commando books, um, I'm sure that touched on um, some escaped um, Jedi that were let loose by, by their clone commanders. Yeah, I think that's, uh, is, it, is that either Order 66 or is it Imperial Commander? I can't remember which one it is, but I know because Darth Vader then sends in another squad yeah. to, yeah. to mop up the pieces, you know, sort yeah. of thing. Um, but, uh, it will be interesting to see what happens with uh, Rex and the gang. I mean, I think that's the, the main thing that we're all wanting to see sort of play out in this as this series progresses. And uh, obviously we're coming up now to... Uh, 
we're, get, we're getting we're getting closer to Revenge of the Sith, I think. Obviously, with the armor transition and uh, yeah, and I think I think when uh, when Lucasfilm first sort of announced that the, the Clone Wars was going to take place way back in in two thousand and eight, I think they had, they'd only got like I think it was about a hundred episodes planned. So obviously, we're mm. starting we're starting to approach that sort of territory now. As I think we we get into season five, I think that's going to cross the uh, the hundred episode mark. So yeah, mark, yeah, because it's about twenty twenty odd. Yeah, season, it's, isn't it's, it? it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it plays out and whether or not we see any of the events from the movie take place in the series. But in in the Clone Wars style, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's all up in the air at the moment, and uh, you know, we're just going to have to see what uh, what season four what season four brings us. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's season four. I think we've just about covered everything. I mean, like I said, is there anything that you're particularly looking forward to seeing other than the clones in season four? Like any? Well, I mean, I think sort of covered it off really, haven't we? You know, you sort of like from my perspective, it's the clones in the the story arc. How it how it all. Um, I mean, we do know that a lot of characters to... are going to be making a return in the, in season four. I mean, we've got Cad Bane coming back. We've got Savage Press going to make a, an appearance again. And uh, mm. is it is there going to be uh, anything about Darth Maul? Possibly, because there was that little teaser bit of one of the uh, yeah, uh, one of the episodes, wasn't it? Yeah, we sort of saw his vision, didn't we, in the uh, mm. in the, uh, the crystal ball of uh, Mother Talzin? But uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how uh, how much of a part Savage plays Savage plays Savage Opress plays <laughs> in the um, in 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 season four. I mean, uh, whether or not he continues this wild sort of goose chase for his brother or. Whether or not Mother Tarzan was just fobbing him off in, mm. in sort of a, an attempt to get rid of him because he'd served his purpose, or who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who mm. knows? It's uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting one to watch, and uh, obviously uh, a lot of us are. He was sort of quite a, quite a key character that I think a lot of people got quite well, excited about, wasn't it? I mean, at, at first I think he he sort of started out as another one of those uh, sort of. George Lucas changes that uh, you know Darth Maul was dead. We all know that the uh, when he came back in the Visionaries comic, that was a what if. It wasn't canon, and uh, mm. now they're trying to now they're trying to feed it down the throats that Darth Maul is going to make a return at some point. And uh, I don't know. I, th- I, I think he's going to deal with some major continuity errors if he goes down that path. But Surely there's not going to be some more con- controversy where George Lucas is concerned, is there? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. After the Blu-ray, <laughs> I think as I think as long as George Lucas is uh, is living and breathing, I think there's always going to be that little bit of uh, yeah. of controversy and fan disagreement. But uh, bit, um, I must admit, there's there's been some quite um, highly detailed pieces of work with Darth Maul with the um, like the the uh, General Grievous type legs. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's what that's what I was getting at with the yeah. comic. I mean, we all know that that story was a what if. It never actually happened in in Star Wars canon. Yeah. So I think that we, I, th- I think, I think George really needs to make his mind up as to what he's going to do. You know, he brings Darth Maul back in a what if. Then he actually wants to bring. Because how how did Darth Maul get back? Because I mean, he couldn't just walk off, could he? I've no idea. He'd have had to crawl along on hands, wouldn't I'm, he? I'm assuming he did something like he did in Robot Chicken, where he sort of finds an abandoned skateboard and just sort of like <laughs> <laughs> attaches himself onto that and then scoops off and finds sort of a, <laughs> a, an engineer that can create him some new legs. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, but yeah, like I said, it, it all gets a little bit silly after <laughs> after a little bit, doesn't it? But yeah, like I said, it'll be interesting to see uh, to see how it plays out. And I think as long as he brings him back in a sensible way, I think he can. I think he could pull it off. But again, there's always going to be those fans that sort of want to uh, want to play holy hell with with George Lucas for for changing the continuity yeah. and, and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, like, like we said before, it's his brainchild, let him do what he wants. As long it's as it's okay, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. As long yeah. as it makes for entertaining T V, who cares? <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I think we've pretty much wrapped up everything from uh, from Clone Wars season four. Um so what we could like I said, because obviously we don't have any uh, official show notes from this with uh, with Blagar being absent today, but uh, I thought we could talk about a little bit about you know what you do on YouTube yourself and uh, and you know your favorite areas of your collection, your collection focuses and sort of stuff like that, you know. So uh, take it away, Steve. Yeah, well, um, for for those that um, uh, don't know me, it's uh, RC one six zero eight, the RC from Republic Commando. Um, 
I sort of really got into those uh, into those books. Although I never actually played the game um, on the uh, what was it on the Xbox or PC or whatever. I never played the game, but I really got into the um, into the books. So that's where the names come from. Um, um, my collection is uh, mainly based around the clones. Uh, I mean, I'm old enough to have been collecting the original figures when they first come out. Or my mum and dad were anyway. <laughs> That's uh, showing my age a little bit, but um, now now I've sort of um, I, d- I did collect a few of the uh, like the Phantom Menace figures, um, and then the, my sort of uh, love of collecting every figure that came out sort of started to wane a bit. Um, and uh, I don't know whether to say fortunately or unfortunately, um, Attack of the Clones came along, <laughs> and. Um, Oh my goodness me, there's clones and they look cool. So that that was that, really. And, and then that was everyone's reaction, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was didn't really stop, stop from there. It's, uh, um, I mean, for those that have seen my channel, I've, I've got um, quite a variety of um, uh, companies that I collect from, sort of like Gentle Giant. Although I still, I still blame my wife for that one. She, uh, she, she um, bought, um, the airborne trooper, and um, it sort of developed from there. But she she was a catalyst on 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 that collection, so I still blame her to this day. Um, then obviously you've got the the Hasbro figures that um, that are about, and my uh, is it the Kotobukiya or Kotobukiya? I never know how to pronounce it. And um, but those those, uh, those figures. Um, and I've got some other figures as well. Oh, I've got the, the Master Replica Helmets, the, the, the mini scale. Um, yeah, I think it was you who got me attached onto those. And <laughs> sort of cost me a lot of an arm and a leg. I was uh, quite disappointed when I heard that Master Replicas um, aren't sort of trading anymore. Yeah, so uh, was I, especially after we saw, sort of because I think it was Gentle Giant that took over the license, wasn't it, to, to create the helmets afterwards. Mm. And, when, uh, and when we saw those, um, I think it was going back a while now. I, d- I don't think I've actually seen any gentle giant helmets. Um, but got did, a bit didn't do uh, a Django fight? Yeah, they did actually. Yeah, but I, I don't think I've seen any any more of the like the clone helmets. No, me neither. Because I, I think I did manage to get all the clone ones that came out. Because there was a couple of um, hard to get ones, but like the uh, the shock trooper and the uh, the the Utapau shadow trooper. Which I was um, fortunate enough to get. So. Yeah, I was going to say you, you jammy sort of me. <laughs> I've uh, I've um, sort of I've got this not not a sort of a rule as such, but for all the helmets that I've sort of collected, I haven't really tend to pay anything over twenty pounds for them. Yeah. So when I've done a little bit of eBay shopping and come across like you said the, the shock trooper helmet and the shadow trooper helmet. And they've been about seventy pounds. I've sort of like spat my coffee out and gone, like, oh, Christ. <laughs> and I think, I think when I spent that, I think I, I, I you know, I, I, I thought I did well to get it at that price because some, sometimes when you see some um, online stores, they they still got the prices so high, and um, especially with a couple of the helmets. I think what the shadow one was only released out in the US, and the shock trooper only released in the UK. So whether we got that way right, right way round, I don't know. But um, I know there was a couple of helmets that was a limited release in yeah. one country or the other. So that automatically bumps the price up, doesn't it? And the yeah. the, the the rarity or ability to get it. So, um, but uh, I mean, is it yeah. Then yeah, sorry, don't say. I was going to say with, with the with the helmets because I know that you're sort of a, a big collector of the the sideshow stuff and and helmets obviously play quite a large role in your collecting focus as well. I was going to say is it is it just the clone helmets that you're interested in or do any of the others sort of appeal to you and make I think I did get um a, a Boba Fett helmet. Mm. Uh, um, my favourite. <laughs> but again, I, I suppose I, I look at it in the fact that. Um, I don't want the collection getting out of hand, and if I started collecting yeah. the, the X-wing helmet, and um, I mean, I'm certainly not even going down the road of the full-size <laughs> helmets. I know, join the club on that one. <laughs> as much as I do like my clones and then average yeah. collector of plain stuff, I, 
don't quite stretch to uh, the full scale <laughs> helmets. <laughs> but, and then, of course, I've uh, recently gone into the um, the sideshow clone figures, yeah. which um, started out quite innocently over Christmas. And one 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 sideshow figure, I think it's the, the 501st Trooper that I got. It was um, half price on a particular site, so I thought, give it a go, see what it's like. If I if I get one and I, I don't like it, then then I can either sell it or I just put it put it aside in my collection. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I was so impressed with it, I near, near enough bought the company. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think by the time you've done, you'll have shares in that place, right? Oh, crikey, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think there's only um, like the Utapau clone that I haven't got, which I know you've got in your in your collection. Um, but, um, what was that? What, what? The, the, the Utapau... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Curdy. I was going to say, I, I wish. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there, there we go. I've uh, been fortunate enough to... Um, to uh, to get the uh, get the clones that I have done, and obviously looking forward to getting um, the the more the, the clone commanders that come out. Um, it'd be amazing if uh, Sideshow would uh, release a, an airborne clone troop. Oh, oh, yeah, one of one of my favourite sort of uh, sculpt designs. You know, the helmet type sculpt that, that looks really good. So, I think if they were to uh, to do a an RC one six zero eight Sideshow, do you think you'd buy? <laughs> don't even go down the road of <laughs> having to buy a squad of four Republic commandos that would be uh, <laughs> about four, 400 quid letting, yeah, you know, instantly yeah, the edition box set yeah <laughs> well you were lucky enough to score the um, the gentle giant set of Republic commandos weren't you the, the yes book. I was um, and uh, that that was um it was. A, it was. A, I can remember. Um, I'd, I'd just been made redundant from well, uh, my old uh, job, um, and um, sort of like got a bit of money to burn. So um, I, um, I was bidding on eBay on this uh, set, and um, I actually lost. Uh, lost. I got outbidded, and. Um, then I got a note saying that he actually had two. I don't know how he had two sets of them. Um, so he'd sold one to one other, to the one buyer, and then then to myself. And um, about a week later, there was a, a promo set. Now, I, I, for those that know, the the promo were like the pr- promotion pieces where they uh, send take them out to 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 display at conventions and things like that. Mm. Well, that's my understanding of the, of the promotion or the promo pieces, and it actually went for a lot less <laughs> than what I chilled out on the uh, the numbered set. But I think the promo set, uh, the, the promo figures, as a rule, go for a lot more than uh, the numbered set. So uh, there we go. I mean, I've, ever, I've only ever been fortunate enough to actually find one of those in in I think it was Forbidden Planet that I saw it, and it was mm. Boss. Um, General Giant bust, and that was going for around sixty pounds on its own. And I was like, I really want to buy it, but if I buy one, I'm going to want the set. And then if the set is, you know, sixty pounds a piece, then I'm going to be, uh, you know, pretty much financially crippled if I carry this on. So <laughs> I, I ended up in the end, I ended up leaving it, and it, and it sold to somebody else. But uh, I think it was probably for the best, really. Cause yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that, that, I, I, I think that's the danger with like the the, the high end, the higher end of uh, collectibles I mean crikey this isn't really high end compared to some of the things that are, that are on the market um, like the, the full scale bus and bus, like that which is uh, humongous amounts of money <laughs> so uh, yeah and um, yeah so that that's really sort of what my channel's about I mean clones and stormtroopers and um, well you've uh, Certainly amassed quite the collection over the years. I mean, I mean, me, myself and you have been, I mean, we've been in contact with each other via YouTube since we both started on there, really, haven't we? And yeah, for, for a couple yeah. of years now, hasn't it? Know, and over the years, you have got, you know, quite the collection. So, um, yeah, hats off to you and uh, hats off to your bank manager as well. 
Because <laughs> 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 you must have, you know, you've got, you're sitting on a gold mine there. But, um, <laughs> I, I, keep, I keep chuckling with Debs about it, and I say, you know, when I've popped my clogs, I can imagine my daughter just taking it down a car boot and selling each bit for 50p and just to, just to get rid of the rubbish, you know. Yeah, I think we're all like that. I think when... <laughs> <laughs> we've all gone. We'll have to. We'll have to leave it to someone sensible in his way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all my hard-earned money going down a car boot for fifty yeah. years. Well, <laughs> just enjoy, enjoy it while we're here. And uh, well, absolutely. We don't want to. We don't want to go down that road, do we? But, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. If uh, if you want to check out uh, Steve or RC One Six Zero Eight's collection, his vast collection, might I add as well? Then uh, where can we find you at? Um. I, I don't know what the uh, thing is, wasn't it? YouTube.com slash RC1608, is that right? Yep, yeah. I think that is right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm looking at your channel now, I'm looking through the immense back catalogue of videos that you've got. And, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's not an immense catalogue of videos. Yeah. I haven't even got to 50 yet, have I? It's <laughs> the back from the half century. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, well, uh, it doesn't matter how many videos you've got up, really. I mean, you've certainly got enough there for... Uh, for us all to drool over. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I sort of like, you know, I, you know, more than happy for people to put comments on there and what what their views are because it's, you know, it's an, it's an interest and it's a and it's a growing collection and, you know, it's nice to get responses from people and you know, whether they like it or not, you know, it's uh, just nice to have a, a chin wag across the across the globe with people. Definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah, that's uh, RC1608 getting in. Uh, Check out his channel, and uh, like I said, it, it's, it could be a blessing, it could be a curse. Because if you like uh, me and so many others, then you go to his channel, watch his videos, and end up uh, bankrupting yourself by going out and spending on some <laughs> figures. So, <laughs> so yeah, check him out if you haven't already. And uh, while we're on the subject, I thought, I mean, it's, it's been three weeks looking at this since you last uploaded a video, but uh, you've uploaded quite a few recently. So uh, while we're on the subject of your channel and uh, We'll talk a bit about some of the stuff that myself and Fly Guy have done um, later on. But uh, if you want to give us a quick rundown of some of the, uh, some, well, some of your recent pickups and some of your recent videos, anything that you've found? Uh, well, I mean, I, w I was quite fortunate to get the uh, the clone commander the, from Attack of the Clones, the yellow one. I, I managed to get him um, quite reasonably priced. So, because um, I, 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 you know, I won't put any punches. Sideshow side prices, you know, there is a, hi a higher end scale of collecting and it is a few more pennies um, than your, your three and three quarter inch Hasbro figures or, although they're starting to go up in a, in price as well but um, you know I was really pleased with the, the, the waxer and boil set that I managed to get because um, that came with a whole host of stuff so um, and really, you know, really chuffing me Cody with uh, Order 66 um, Swap out feature um, because you know e even with Sideshow you get you get your like your exclusive editions with uh, like the, the different display stands and uh, you know they quite easily could have put all the 66 thing as a an exclusive variant that you know for an extra few extra dollars and limited release but no they they put that out in the in the standard release which was really good so. And then, of course, got um, Bly hopefully on his way somewhere soon, so I shall be uh, uh, putting that up uh, when I get that uh, come through the post. So there should be another video on its way. I, th I think you and Fly Guy have, uh, have both got Bly on pre-order. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I, I had a shocking I'm note from them saying oh, it's been delayed, and I thought, oh no, how long is this going to be delayed for? And then a few days later, it, it's going to be released now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think the release date was um, Friday just gone so uh, yeah call me jealous <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah but uh, yeah that's as we said that's RC1608 with uh, all his sideshow goodness over on his channel check him out and uh, yeah so you, they're, they're the videos that you've recently uploaded and uh, obviously not to uh, blow my own trumpet but obviously uh, we always run through the the selection of videos that myself and, and Fly Guy have recently uploaded. So, uh, if you've been on my channel recently, you'll notice that I've uploaded quite a few um, exclusive, not exclusive videos as such, but videos on exclusives. 
Uh, first up, of course, was the Republic Commando Battle Pack from Toys R Us. Absolutely superb pack, might I add. So, great set, yeah, absolutely great set. Yeah, because you, you picked one up as well, didn't you? So. I, I did manage to get... I got the figures loose. Um, um, yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I was, uh, I, I was, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, because the, the, I, I managed to get the old... Uh, Republic Commando set anyway, so comparing the like the articulation between the two, yeah. it was it was nice that, that you know you, that you had like the 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 boar hinged knees and the boar hinged ankles, whereas the uh, the other figures um, there was no articulation from like the hips down. I think you had articulated the swivel hips or whatever. Yeah. So getting them to stand up on your shelf, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it was a, a finely uh, finely tuned pr- uh, process, but um, at least now you can get the figures in the, in a better style. Well, so. well, I'm kind of glad that we sort of um, that we started getting chatting and that we were we were fortunate enough to uh, to to sort of record this podcast because uh, a burning question and a and a, and a topic of. Uh, considerable debate on the video that I uploaded of those Republic Commandos was whether or not, and I know you haven't, I know you said you didn't play the game, but I was wondering if you knew what would read in the books and, uh, you know, being a bit of a, an RC fanatic, whether or not you knew whether uh, Sev's markings were blood, because myself and a couple of other YouTubers have been... Yeah, I, I did see, I did see, I don't think it's Mandal- um, Mandalorian blood. <laughs> I don't think it was Genosian blood, was it? Because that, that was um, different. But um, I thought it was blood, um, but from what battles I don't know, or whether he. But I, oh God, I'd have to, I'd have to go back and have a read through. I wouldn't even know where to read through in the book, which book to find <laughs> out where it was. But whether it was blood-coloured markings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because I, um, I, I. That's a bit rubbish, doesn't it? Being a massive Republic Commando fan <laughs> and having a a, a, a a YouTube call sign of RC, and now I can't remember the first question you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I didn't really excuse you, though. Like we said, you haven't played the game, and I don't even know if it, I haven't even read the book yet. I mean, I've got them all on my shelf, but I haven't read them yet. Yeah. For about a year, so. That's kind I mean, of painful in itself, but they—they they, they really are um, good books. I mean, they, you know, to, once you sort of get into into the flow with the characters, and because you've got both um, uh, as a Delta and Omega squads that the books revolve around, so um, you've got a whole, whole 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 host of characters to to get immersed with. And um, it was a bit of a shame that the uh, the storyline has sort of come to a come to a finish. Well, that was down to uh, I think it was it was Karen Travis who uh, who dropped not so much dropped out, but she, she I don't I don't know what the whole story was with that. Now it's just about a year or so. I don't know if it was a jump or a push, was it? I, I think I there was um, issues with um, storylines and yeah, um, that was it. Yeah, I think she wanted to sort of she was not not so much wanting to take a, a creative license with it, but she wanted to. I think herself and and uh, and Lucas film or Lucas himself had uh, a little bit of. A case of conflicting ideas in terms mm. of the direction they wanted to take the story, and then and they ended up, you know, just disagreeing. Um, yeah, because yeah, the, the, the the releases release of books went from Republic Commando to Imperial Commando. Yeah. And um, I don't think you did anything to that, did they? Uh, yeah. They, well, they released the first one, and I think they were they were there was all sorts of. Um, uh, Teasers about Republic Commando Two and uh, Imperial Commando Two, and of course it never came to uh, came to light. So yeah, a bit of a shame, really. It's sort of like a an incomplete. Yeah. See, I, yeah. Art, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I picked up I picked up the Imperial I picked up the Imperial uh, Commander, um, the original Imperial Commander book, and I thought it was part of the original set. I thought it was. Um, you know, part of that Order 66 and the True Colours and the Triple Zero um, sort of story. Um, and, I, and like I said, I haven't actually got around to reading it yet, but from what I understand, the Imperial Commander book is a completely separate story. So, oh well. it, it, it is in a way, but, um, but it's, it's still based around... You've still got the, um, the main characters. Um, it's just, uh, you know, the environment they're in. Um, obviously, they're under... Because um, like Darth, I think Darth Vader is in in the um, Imperial Commando um, thing, and, that, and that's where it's um, hunting down the Jedi. Yeah. And 
stuff like that. But, well, uh, well, like I said, I assumed it was some sort of carry-on from uh, from Republic Commando, but obviously it's sort of set in a different... It's, it's, I think it's the, it's the aftermath, isn't it? Of, uh, it's it's the aftermath of Order 66, yeah. yeah. And the Jedi Purge and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, we we sort of digressed a little bit and got onto a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of, an, of a Republic Commando sort of uh, thing, but uh, but yeah, obviously a great set of books, one that I haven't got a chance to read yet, but I will hopefully at some point. Um, but just reverting back to the the video section things, uh, well the video area of things. Um, as I said, a series of uh, exclusives reviews has has recently gone up, and Republic Commando set was the first of those, and then there was. Uh, uploaded the Y-Wing and the uh, Commander Blackout figures. Have you managed to pick either of those up? or? Um, I did uh, get the uh, Commander Blackout um, figure. I was going to say, I think with the, with the Y-Wing, I think that was uh, kind of a, a... I think the question's answered itself many times, hasn't it? That you're sort of more a, a clone. Yes, <laughs> yeah. As much as I... Because I do like the old um, Y-Wing. Um, and I'm a bit of a fan of the old B-Wing. But I, I just um, I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't get. I can't, I can't get everything. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm like you in that sense because, like I said, I had to. I got the new wine wing and I had to make room for it, and so I had to sell my old one. And uh, no, thirty seventy six was lucky enough to receive my old one. I sold that one to him. Oh right. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm like you as well. I'd absolutely love that B-wing because it's, it's always been a vehicle that I've never been able to to pick up. I mean, I missed the Dagger Squadron when it came out a while back, and and the new vintage one. Like I said before, I'm an absolute sucker for the vintage packaging, so that really is something I'd have loved to have picked up. But you know, the price of it and the overall space issue and stuff. It's just you know we're ve- we're very limited as collectors. I think I think it's sort of. Uh, the guys that are out and about on YouTube sort of have to limit themselves to uh, to space, and they have the smaller collections, whereas everybody thinks that they've got the big ones. And then you go on the forums and you see these guys with like you know basements devoted to the collection. Yeah, <laughs> you just become over all, all decked out and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if only. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You sort of start to ponder, you know, wow, if you if you set up this whole basement and got a, a full room. You know, full of stuff. Then you, it, it really does beg the question as to how much money you have actually spent on your collection when yeah. you know we're limited to tiny rooms and, or, or in some cases, no room at all. And uh, <laughs> you know, we've got all our stuff bagged up in storage, but yet we continue to. Oh, it is. It's a, it's a mad, mad world, isn't it? Collecting it, <laughs> it certainly does uh, take its toll on the old bank balance and the old, uh, the old shelf space. But uh, yeah, none of us would be here if it wasn't for collecting. So. No. So I think that just about covers everything. I mean, like we've gone through the videos that you've uploaded and uh, all the information about your channel and all that kind of stuff. And is there anything else you want to add before we go off the air, as it were? No, no. I mean, it's uh, well, it's just a, a pleasure to be uh, having a, a good old chinwag um, with a fellow collector and somebody that I've, uh, you know, obviously watched your videos from for the last few years and. Um, this pretty fly's not here, but um, it was. Uh, it's, it's just nice to have a good old chin wagon, um, like a couple of old women on the <laughs> on a bus stop, isn't it? But uh, no, well, I've had a good chat, and it's, it's it's just nice to to speak to somebody else that collects and got a, a keen interest in styles and and stuff. So yeah, pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me here. Not a problem, and I mean, like I said, with with fly guy not being here, I mean, this is the first time that I've ever recorded a session on my own. Yeah. So I'm hoping that when I when I do eventually get in contact with him, that he wants to sort of yeah, well, use this episode as a as a either a show on its own or a you definitely did press the record button. You know. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we're looking at it, yeah, it's, it's all recorded, but, uh, yeah, I shall, I shall pass this on to Fly Guy and see if he wants to use it, and if not, then uh, I'll try and find some way of, like, uploading it to, I don't know, I'll, might upload it as a, as an audio file and put it on, on YouTube and let people have a listen to it or, yeah. uh, something like that, but like I said, if he, if he wants to use it, then I'll let him use it as episode 21, but, uh, if not, he can use it as an add-on or I'll find some way of getting it out there on the, the worldwide interweb and, uh, let people hear our views and thoughts on that galaxy uh, far, far, far away. away. <laughs> so, uh, yep, that's going to do it from myself and uh, and Steve, RC1608. Thanks for coming on and uh, having a natter with us. And 
like I said, I've, I've been in touch with Flygam. We'll try and get the three of us on again, um, maybe next week or at a later date, and uh, have a have a conversation with the three Steves. <laughs> See yeah. how that goes. So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it from me. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, again, Steve, I'll see you on 6 8. Thanks for joining us. Good. I think you've uh, enjoyed your time here on the on Boring Conversation anyway. Hasn't been too boring, I hope. <laughs> no, that's been, uh, been a good old giggle. Good, good. That's what we like to hear. So, um, yep, you can uh, find myself, obviously, at youtube.com slash the floor 229. And uh, obviously, Fly Guy is uh, away on doing whatever he's doing. Obviously, I've got his time zones mixed up or something. But uh, he's over at uh, youtube.com slash flyguy.net and uh, all the other places. Uh, you can also find Wit, um, our other co-host, over at dbsw.net. And, of course, Steve is available at youtube.com slash rc1608. So uh, check all uh, check all of us out, and uh, if this is your first time listening, have a bit of a have a view through our like I said our, our sort of large back catalogue of videos, and uh, we hope we don't make you spend too much money. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's going to do it from me, and that's going to do it from Stephen. I think I've said that too many times now, so <laughs> I think we uh, we better wrap things up. So yeah, again, thanks Steve for coming on, and uh, we'll uh, see you guys very soon. Ta ta. Bye-bye. Boring conversation anyway.